Okay guys, ito na, live na tayo pag-usapan natin itong mga latest na nangyayari Ito na, naghanap ka ng oras dito at lahat ng mga kasama natin from iba't ibang kampo ay uh, nandito Now today I wanna talk about something na sa tingin ko is underappreciated Which is yung mga risk, no? Uh, yung mga risk na nangyayari ngayon, mga developments na nakita natin sa kanina Tsaka dun sa mga ibang videos natin, pinag-usapan natin yung ongoing hearings uh, Diyan, ukul sa franchise ng SMNI at pinag-usapan din natin yung uh, yung implications no at saka yung dynamics na papunta na tayo din diyan sa disintegration ng unity no as we speak so nagpost tayo ng mga memes nagpost tayo ng mga iba't ibang uh, ebidensya na as far as the Marcos Duterte unity is concerned mukhang medyo malabo na yung situation di ba and in fact uh, since kahapon uh, lumalakas no yung mga calls at saka yung mga kritiko na nagsasabi na siguro panahon na, na mag-resign yung ating vice presidente dahil sa kanyang mga disagreements no uh, with the president at saka sa kasulukuyan ng administration pagdating sa big issues including yung mga peace process negotiations so so now medyo umabot na sa ganitong usapan katulad ng sinabi natin kay Ted Filon kanina umaga yung mga nakinig sa atin dito sa YouTube among others uh, I'm still skeptical na President Marcos Jr. wants a total disintegration of the unity Although sa tingin ko, functionally, medyo tapos na usapan because very risk-averse uh, si President Marcos Jr. And I think President Marcos Jr. will will try to patch things up or keep things dun sa, uh, on, a, on a kind of an even kill, manage competition or manage conflict, if I can put it that way, no? uh, over the holiday season. So that may give some respite, give some space for the two camps to bring things together. But nevertheless, things are moving very, very fast, especially dito sa situation ng SMNI. Uh, pinakulong, no? Uh, not one, but I think two anchors ng SMNI, especially kasama dyan yung favorite niyong anchor na si Lorraine Badoy. Yan, okay. Medyo na Badoy si Badoy. Doon ng ibang congressman dyan, diba? Nakita niyo naman, mga pinost natin, mga back and forth, very heated. Some would even say medyo hostile yung environment doon sa hearings about SMNI which kind of confirms no yung isang conversation natin a uh, few days ago uh, nung first hearings of F SMNI at uh, kasama natin si Mark Gamboa no doon sa RRM natin I think he correctly mentioned this is last Friday he correctly mentioned na uh, uh, diba delegado ng SMNI as things go now having said that having said that mga kameta sa akin palagay Medyo nakakabahala pa rin yung situation. Alam ko yung mga iba dyan natutuwa, naglalabas na ng mga popcorn, diba? Kung ano-ano. Ah, ito, ito, ito. Yung iba naglalabas na ng popcorn, excited na, yun ang alam mo naman. Germans have a term for it, no? They call it schadenfreude, no? They call it schadenfreude, meaning taking joy, taking joy in the misery of others, no? But, For me, medyo short-sighted yan. So, kung ikaw ay... Ikaw ay... How should I put it? If you care about rule of law, no? At kung gusto mo maging tunay na demokrasya ang Pilipinas sa isang, you know, balang isang araw, you're still gonna be worried about what's happening right now. Now, katulad ng sinabi natin sa isang tweet natin kanina, the ABS-CBN and the SMNI cases... And increasingly, a franchise case in both of them. So on the surface, the ABS-CBN and SMNI cases look very similar. Franchise, in the case of ABS-CBN, di sila binigyan ng bagong franchise. 
And in the case of SMNI, baka ma-revoke yung kanilang franchise. So, in a certain technical sense, there are two similar cases. But, pag ina-analyze mo, there's some big differences there. To begin with, as far as ABS-CBN is concerned, di ba, it's a blue-chip established mainstream media outlet and you know the leading media outlet for quite a while sa Pilipinas. It's an internationally recognized media outlet. Marami siyang nap- napanalo na awards and the anchors that have worked there, the analysts that have worked there, yours truly, you know, a lot of them are recognized as world-class journalists and analysts among others. So, no offense, but I'm not sure SMNI is in that category. Uh, kumpara sa ABS-CBN, uh, SMNI ay, ano, right? Just to be very honest about it, if you just look at the, you know, ilang bang napanalo nila ng mga global awards or nominations sa global awards at uh, ano yung background ng mga kinukuha nilang anchors in terms of high-level, world-class journalism, no? And others would be even harsher and they will say that pagdating naman sa SMNI, it's not only about credentials because, you know, credentials, it's one thing to talk about credentials, but it's another thing to, to talk about convictions, uh, ideological leaning, uh, political bias, and uh, not to mention intentions and quality of service, no? Some would say that ABS-CBN and SMNI cannot even put, be put in the same category, right? They're totally incomparable. Even though technically speaking, more or less, yung issue ngayon is franchise. You know? Franchise in the case of ABS-CBN na hindi binigay sa kanila and franchise in the case of SMNI na meron sila pero pwede matanggal. Now, interestingly, having said that, the two are related very much to each other on two levels. Una-una, pag tinignan nyo, it's hard to imagine the rise of SMNI over the past two or three years without appreciating the decline of ABS-CBN. In fact, in many ways, the removal of ABS-CBN from the air, right? And dun sila online, sure, given yan. And major suerte ng ABS-CBN because they were the most forward-looking major media outlets. So they were prepared for going fully online for quite some time. But nevertheless, yung pagtanggal ng ABS-CBN dun sa airwaves really helped to boost alternatives, particularly atong... Aloh, pupunta na. <laughs> right. uh, so the rise of SMNI and the decline of ABC, at least in terms of main airwaves, no, the two cannot be separated. But they're also related in a much more problematic way. And this is where I'm not saying uh, I'm siding with SMNI, but the thing is, yung nangyayari ngayon sa SMNI cannot be separated from yung nangyayari sa ABS-CBN. All right? Because what was done to the ABS-CBN, I'm not saying ABS-CBN was perfect, we can debate about it, whether may mga issues talaga about, you know, their corporate structures, about, you know, you know, you know all of the issues that were raised about the ABS-CBN. Ayaw ko yung sa mga, yung mga rants ni Tatay Digong, mahina yung mga ganyan sa akin. Pero, you know, I've worked in different media channels and I've heard from different sides, no? We can have a debate about that. But the thing is, yung, yung ABS-CBN, natanggal sila ng franchise at the height of the pandemic when the environment was heavily securitized. Ito yung panahon na may lockdowns, ito yung mga panahon na pwede ka ma-cyber libel kung na-criticize mo yung government, ito yung panahon na natatakot ng tao on so many levels. Ito yung mga panahon na hindi makalabas at hindi makaprotest ng tao. Ito yung panahon na, you know, people are feeling very vulnerable. 
people are worried about their jobs, about their safeties, and most importantly, ito yung panahon na may emergency powers ang gobyerno at yung presidente. No? So it was really under those extreme circumstances that ABS-CBN lost its franchise. But that's one thing, the circumstances. It's also how ABS-CBN lost the franchise, right? So it's not only what is the circumstances, it's also how. So kung titignan niyo mga kameta, you had the top leaders of ABS-CBN. People have been in this business for a very long time, including the Lopez's, including yung CEO, all of them were there. And look at yung treatment na nakuha nila sa kongreso nung time niyan. Look at the nature of questions. Uh, look at yung how professionally some people are conducting themselves. And then, you also had cases whereby some some people were talking about their own case. Oh, that year, my report kayo sa akin na hindi ko nagustuhan. So, like, some people are wondering whether this is a vendetta situation, right? And look at the humiliation that uh, top media corporate officials were subjected to. Now, again, we can have a long debate about monopolistic practices, about oligarchic. Sure, we, have a lot of, we can have a lot of discussion about that. But let's not forget that it's almost impossible to imagine yung nangyari sa ABS-7 if A, hindi yung ito yung kasagsagan ng pandemic and my emergency situation and heavily securitized environment and B, hindi feeling empowered yung mga ibang legislators to interrogate essentially and, and to cross-examine and some would even say way more than that when it comes to the interaction nila sa mga abc leadership. Just, just, just watch it yourself, mga kameta, so that you can decide on your own, right? So in my opinion, I mean, this is not just an opinion, this is a proper analysis of the situation. Something changed forever in the Philippines after that because for a very, very long time, ang media po sa Pilipinas ay almost sacrosanct, right? The media was very sacrosanct. And if you look at the Duterte administration, President Duterte in particular, he attacked many things that were uh, uh, assumed as you know too sacred to even question or criticize uh, to begin with of course literally on sacred institutions like the, like the you know the catholic hierarchy right but the media was always also seen as a semi-sacred pillar of philippine democracy you know third estate fourth estate whatever um and, and having a free media was always essential to having a healthy democracy. And in fact, it was always our strong media that gave this impression that the Philippines is the freest country in Asia, right? Or at least in Southeast Asia. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, so... No, so for me, for a very long time, parang almost untouchable, no? Almost untouchable, itong uh, media natin, right? Very powerful in media. I mean, you could see it. Uh, journalists, I mean, becoming vice president, journalists becoming senators until today. Journalists, you know, interrogating and back and forth going against powerful presidents and officials. Look at the showdown between Manila Times and Erap Estrada. Look at how Philippine Daily Inquirer went after Estrada, went after Binay, went after Marcos, of course, Marcos Sr. That, that really established Philippine Daily Inquirer as we know it today. So for a very long time, the media was seen as a sacrosanct institution, as a pillar of our democracy. What happened to ABS-CBN changed that forever. Changed that forever. So now what you're seeing right now is 
with the SMNI, of course, sabi ng iba dyan is, well, sinabi ni Ronald Liamas nung kausap natin siya, sabi niya, it's poetic justice. So, I understand why yung iba natutuwa, pumapalakpak, wow, poetic justice, wow, buti nga sa kanila, yung ganyan mindset. But for me, this is still, medyo alanganin ako dito because you now have a situation whereby yung so-called Soto Law, no? let's discuss it quite shortly, well, more than shortly, <laughs> parang yung legal protections sa media are coming under assault or question. Now, we can have a legal debate about this, and but the Supreme... I mean, we can have further legal debate about this, but let me be very clear. Ano to? Itong Soto Law na to. Hindi ito si Tito Soto na ngayon, pero yung dating Soto. So, more than 70 years ago, mga kameta, no? almost 75 years ago, Republic Act Number no. 53 protected journalists from being forced uh, na pangalanan uh, to name no? yung kanilang mga confidential sources. Kasi yun nga eh, one of the ways journalists, especially investigative journalists, mga kameta, can do their job is if there's a certain degree of confidentiality. In the same way that, I don't know, if, if, if you get a lawyer, you have a therapist, whatever, you need a certain degree of confidentiality for that thing to work. Because maraming tao matatakot no? uh, to openly come out and spill the beans. So the Soto Law is one of the very foundational laws uh, which has allowed for the Philippines to have one of the most vibrant, not perfect, very imperfect, but one of the most vibrant and freest uh, media anywhere in Asia, at the very least. No? Pasahin natin ito. So, so actually, ang, ang author nito, kaya nga Soto, is Senator Vicente Soto. Ito yung, ito yung first, ah. hindi, hindi yung Tito Soto, alright? Hindi ito yung mga Itulaga people. Pag, pwede natin pag-usapan na Itulaga separately one day. Pero ito si, ano, ito yung the first, no? This was the special guy. This is the grand guy. And uh, if you remember, mga kameta, nung sa interview natin with Lisandro Claudio, with Dr. Claudio, a few months ago, he was talking about how Vico Soto uh, is reportedly going back to the works of his great-grandfather or grandfather. Si, etong etong si first Vicente Soto na yan, as a source of inspiration for statesmanship. So, actually, Senator Vicente Soto, ito yung pinaka-original, no? ito, ito yung OG, ito yung pinaka-original. He is a legendary statesman that really uh, deserves a lot of respect. And one of his greatest contributions to Philippine democracy was itong tinatawag na Soto Law Republic Act Number no. 53. Let me just read, mga kamayata, itong Section 1 ng Batas na yan, which was enacted in 1946. So essentially, at the inception of the Philippine Republic, Democratic Republic. Let's be very clear about that. So, basahin natin na, oh, makinig kayo. I'll of course po post this also sa baba para ma-appreciate nyo ito. The publisher, editor, or duly accredited reporter of any newspaper, magazine, or periodical of, gener peri periodical of general circulation cannot be compelled to reveal, cannot be hindi pwede pilitan ang isang reporter ng isang diario or any Julia accredited reporter ng diario, magazine, or periodical ng isang general circulation cannot be compelled to reveal the source of any news report or information appearing in said publication which was related in confidence to such publisher, editor, or reporter unless, unless, of course there's a caveat there, the court or a house or a committee of Congress finds that such revelation is demanded by the interest of the state. Alright? The interest of the state. Now, obviously, 
key dito yung issue ng interest ng state. Yung interest ng bayan, no? or in this case, Estado, to be literal about this. Now, not long after, yung definition of the phrase, the interest of the state, was tested when isang newspaper reporter ay si Angel Parazo, Angel, sorry, Madrid, Angel Parazo, ay nagsulat na isang news story on the alleged leakage in some subjects sa bar examination that year. So, matagal pa yan, no? So, the reporter argued that the interest of the state using law should be read to mean security of the state or public safety. Alright? But in ruling in December 1948, eto, ruling ng Supreme Court of the Philippines yan, eto yung pinakamataas na korte ng bansa, uh, maintaining that integrity of the exam is qualified as interest of the state, ordered Parazo to disclose the source or sources of information for the news item. Of course, nag-refuse siya and he was jailed for 30 days for contempt. Nevertheless, in June 1956, RA 1477 was passed, amending itong Section 1 ng batas na yan. So the controversial phrase, interest of the state, pinago ito, pinalitan ito sa security of the state. Because the term interest is a little bit too vague, too generic, and pwede mo i-stretch yan. In fact, I think the proper term is pwede i-weaponize yan. Right? Or to make it more academic, technical, Ipedian is securitized. No? What's changed to the security of the state? The phrase without prejudice to his liability under the civil and criminal laws was also added to the beginning of the section. So, nakarana amendments na uh, it shouldn't be prejudicial to the liability under civil and criminal. So, ito yung context ng mga kometa na pinag-usapan natin. Ng, ay, wait lang, check ko lang, baka late na ako sa ano natin. So, so please check this on your own. Ipopost ko yung mga mamaya para basahin nyo na mabuti mga kameta kasi mahalaga yan. Because what's happening right now is may mga nandyan sa kongresa na sinasabi itong mga, itong mga uh, SMNI anchors na kinulong over the past 24 hours or so. Hindi sila journalist kasi hindi sila duly accredited uh, base doon sa conception natin ng accreditation. You know, like what makes you a newspaper? What makes you a... Which raises a bigger question because medyo mahabang usapan yun. I don't know how to go into this. But my point is uh, being a journalist sa akin palagay, I mean, we can have a debate about this. The moment you work already no, uh, for a major media outlet, you're a de facto journalist. And let's not forget that there are big questions about Ano ba talaga yung the organization for accreditation of journalism? Sa akin palagay, the moment you work for something like the Philippine Daily Inquirer, like yours truly, which is the leading newspaper in the country, the newspaper of record, the moment you work for ABS-CBN or, or GMA, whatever, yung mga big media networks na yan, whether kasama ka sa isang organization or not, sa akin palagay, you already qualify as a journalist. So I consider myself as a journalist, uh, not because, I mean, of course, I'm not, reporter or you know i i'm not been part of any organization but i do journalism right nagsusulat po tayo dun sa pinakamalaking jari or at least the newspaper record in the country and i've been working in the biggest television and media networks of the country over the past six years from abs to gma and now the other one uh, tv5 so for me that makes you a journalist per se so the idea that kung hindi ka lang uh, kasama sa organization X, Y, and Z, even though nag-work ka sa isang major mainstream media, then hindi ka journalist, and therefore, wala kang protection sa ilalim ng saligang batas, or pwede mag-question yung pagiging journalist mo, 
Pedro, this could actually set a very dangerous precedence, diba? Um, kasi diba, for you to work in a major media outlet, you know, whether as a columnist, analyst, etc., hindi ka required to, to, you know, get accreditation from one body. In fact, last time I checked, there are like multiple or, uh, journalism, you know, reporters body also in the Philippines. And, and, and sobrang all over the place, yung journalism community, right? It's, it's very fragmented. There's no longer single center of gravity like before. And, and the media landscape has completely changed um, over the past 10, 20 years or so pa lang. So what I'm saying here is we have to be very careful about, uh, you know, kasi alam ko yung iba dyan, excited lang sila kasi galit sila, pikon sila, naiinis sila, or, you know, they have an axe to grind. Yung iba naglalabas ng popcorn, etc. But for me, I, I understand the short-term joy some people are getting or schadenfreude. But always, always keep in mind that we may set another dangerous precedence here. Diba? Kaya kung maalala niyo mga kameta, nung nakausap natin si Justice Carpio a uh, few uh, weeks, uh, few, well, the other month, pinag-usapan naman yung issue ng mga pro-China propagandist. Diba? At sabi ko, eh yung iba parang binababoy nila yung ating demokrasya para para suportahan yung position ng kalaban natin sa West Philippine Sea. Hindi ba kailangan na magkakaroon tayo ng mga batas kung saan pipilitin yung mga iba dyan na maging tapat kung talagang ano, sila, bayaran sila, di, ano, i-declare nila na foreign agent sila, then they can legally continue what they're doing. Pero at least transparent yung situation. Pero naalala niyo sinabi ni Justice Carpio na that's a dangerous kumbaga presidency. Kasi ngayon, wala tayong problema dyan. Pero paano ko sa future, may mananalan naman ng pro-China president, pwedeng gamitin yan na sabihin niya, oh, ikaw pro-US ka or pro, I don't know, Japan ka, tapos pwede gamitin sa iyo. So yung presidency is very important, mga kameta. For me, a, 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 an important glass ceiling was already shattered nung ginawa nila yung ginawa nila sa ABS-CBN. At... At para sa akin, if hindi nangyari yun, I don't think mangyayari ngayon yung nangyayari sa SMNI. Now, pwede sabihin ng mga iba, oy, poetic justice yan, in a way, di ba? Oh, connect the dots, alam niya na. But for me, that's a kind of short-sighted, almost puerile, uh, schadenfreude, right? Because yun nga eh, in the future, okay, malay natin. Okay, sabihin natin ganito, I'll push it to its logical conclusion. Sabihin natin, okay, in the next six months, matanggal talaga ng mga SMNI Duterte lahat na yan sa eksena and then anong mangyari? what happens the next day? sa tingin niya happy na everything? hindi <laughs> not necessarily right? so kaya nga, what I'm saying is at the very least watch very carefully what's happening right now because we might end up setting another precedence which can later on come to hunt people right? nevertheless I don't want to be prejudicial dun sa content ng diskusyon dun sa loob ng kongresong iyan I'm still willing to listen. I'm still looking at the arguments of different congressmen. Uh, some of them saying that hindi, hindi applicable ang Soto Law dito. Uh, but nevertheless, we have to watch very carefully kung hindi, uh, para siguraduin na hindi na ma-weaponize no? ang, 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 you know, ang certain interpretation of Soto Law or ma-weaponize yung invocation of exemption from the Soto Law. This is very, very important, mga kamenta. And I'm not saying this because I'm a person who happens to work in a major media outlet, or two rather, uh, but I'm saying as someone who's actually looking at the rule of law, and rule of law means predictable and uniform applicability of law across time and space. All right, let's be very clear about it. Rule of law doesn't mean that 
kung anong sinabi ng isang gobyerno pagdating sa interpretation nila sa batas. That's not rule of law. That's rule by law. The preposition is very important there. A rule of law situation is across time and space and different administration, there's a uniformity and predictability in application of law. And more or less, you don't do mumbo-jumbo interpretation based on who's holding the throne, right? So that's why, mga kameta, alam ko yung iba sa inyo, poetic justice yung theme nyo, natatawa kayo, naglalabas kayo ng popcorn. But be, be, be very, very careful because remember, not long ago, nagpa-popcorn yung iba dyan nung tinatanggal yung franchise ng ABS-CBN. O, nasan sila ngayon? Now, sinasabi ng iba is bilog ang mundo. Yes, but at the same time, minsan, precedence is also important. Na bilog ang mundo, maybe for, you know, you could argue that, yes, bilog ang mundo dun sa mga nag-abuso. Pero minsan, bilog din ang mundo para, para dun sa mga hindi masamang tao. Tignan mo yung nangyari kay Leila Dalima. Tignan mo nangyari sa maraming kaibigan natin sa journalism. Right? Walang perfecto, but these are good people. Right? And what was done to them was unjust. Okay, it's very, very important, mga kameta, to look at what's happening right now and making sure na hindi magkakaroon ng isa pang problematic precedence because even if, sabihin natin, things go down their, to their logical conclusion at matanggal ng mga Dutertes, mawala talaga ng unity, at matanggal ng SMNI, the question is what's going to happen the day after or the year after? Or what about isa pang presidente mananalo in, in 2028 na sobrang authoritarian ulit or populist? At pwedeng gamitin itong mga nangyayari ngayon para i-silence ang media. Even worse than that, baka nga maraming mga journalists or media men dyan ay magdadalong isip na forever. Magsa-self-censor niya sila. Mag-worry na sila because nakikita nila, oh, itong ginawa sa ABS-CB, itong ginawa sa SMNI, baka naman, di ba, mag-ingatan tayo. So, that, that inherently undermines the fundamentals of our democracy, right? So, let's watch. Yes, I know, excited din iba, nagpa-popcorn din iba, shot on Freud din iba, but do not forget, mga kameta, we cannot have a real democracy until we have real rule of law. And that's why it's very important. You don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to be a constitutional law expert. You don't have to be a legislator. You don't have to be an official for you to care about how, the, how law is applied in this country and what interpretation of law is applied across time and space and administrations. Otherwise, banana republic tayo. I'm not saying that's our case, but I'm saying we have to make sure we don't become a banana republic, but instead we become a nation of rule of law. On that note, thank you very much mga kamayta. I really appreciate this discussion. Salamat sa lahat ng mga nagko-comment dyan, sumusuporta dyan. This is medyo pagod na tayo. Ang dami natin ginagawa. Pang ilan na na natin yan. Live natin today pa lang. And yeah, these are intense moments mga kamayta. So, alam niyo naman, may kantsawan ako, natatawa ako, etc. Nagpapatawa tayo, but... These are, but I'm a very serious guy. I'm also looking at the day after, diba? That's what leadership is all about. That's what critical thinking is about. You're not only looking at what happiness you're getting now or what sadness you're getting now. You're looking at the long-term horizon because that's the best way we can care about our democracy and our country. So best wishes sa ating mga congressman as they try to examine what's happening here because if indeed there has been a clear abuse of you know journalistic prerogative and clear abuse of yung franchise na binigay sa isang media outlet, then indeed, there should be a basis for examining that franchise. So I'm not against re-examining the franchise, but we have to make sure that this is in accordance to rule of law. Yun po yung sinasabi natin. So whether you feel good or bad about it, that should be secondary. It's the rule of law which is the most important one. 
On that note, thank you very much mga kameta. Ayan, natutuwa yung mga ka-DDS natin. Ah. Mga lalaki mga followers natin ng DDS sigla. <laughs> Joke lang. On that note, thank you very much mga kameta. Talk to you soon and God bless. And God bless the Philippines. Yes, nahirapan ang bansa natin but we have to do our best to make sure democracy will survive and hopefully thrive down the road with or without unity. But most likely, mukhang wala na unity.